0: Hello everyone, welcome to Joy in Health podcast with Joy Chiwe Google. I am Anoto, a show host and a health advocate. In today's episode, we will continue with the second part of high blood pressure. Remember, high blood pressure is a silent killer. Today, our amazing doctors, Dr. Choma Duru and Dr. Osola Ungu, will tell us more about how to measure our high blood pressure. And in case we don't have a device, where should we go to see that our blood pressure is measured? Thank you so much. And listen to our podcast, Health First. Once you are healthy, you have everything to be wealthy. Listen to the second part of High Blood Pressure. No problem there. So if that person is not able to buy that equipment, yeah. where do you think he or she should go in order yes, to? Yeah. Oh make, yes, oh yes. Thank you for reminding me that that's a bit of an uh, of an oversight. Mm-hmm. Yes, I do know in our population back in Nigeria, particularly. Yes, we may not majority of us may not be that fortunate to be able to buy that machine. But luckily, we do have several ways. Okay. I'm sure you would know a nurse okay. that you can ask to check your blood pressure. You would have a clinic somewhere that you can go and get your blood pressure checked. Even the pharmacy around the corner, a lot of them, I'm sure, would be able to, with at the, on a small cost, a small okay. fee, of course, would be able to do that blood pressure check for you and then say, yes, it's okay. Or you need to see your doctor about it. Mm-hmm. So, yes, you, you don't, we don't all have to have a machine. Mm-hmm. There are other ways that we could get oh. our blood pressure checked. Oh, that's brilliant. And really, um, someone asked, what are the causes of this high blood pressure? So, somebody asked this question that she really mm-hmm. wants to know no. what the yeah. causes are. But, <laughs> mm-hmm. There
1: are numerous things. But for the majority of us, it starts off as what you call essential hypertension. You okay. don't have, most times it runs in families. And if you lose sight of those early stages, then what then will bring it to your attention is when you're having this secondary damage from the hypertension its impact on the end um, organs screening back home is a problem because sometimes there are some kidney problems you can have in children you miss out on that by the time they are getting into their adolescence late teens, young adult years, that's when they begin to manifest okay. as having a um, baby, mm-hmm. but if you look into it you find out that they actually had kidney problems from the word giga, and that's what resulted in that. Um, there are medical conditions as well that, if not well controlled, you end up with high blood pressure. Uh, but that's a secondary effect of the primary illness, diabetes being one of it. And um, back home, I know there's a lot of type 2 diabetes. Uh, mm. Which I think we'll be, we'll be speaking, speaking on yeah. a bit later. But part of the problems you can have with diabetes actually they go together. You're having type 2 diabetes, you your had hypertension is part and parcel of it, as well as having high lipids, or as people call it back home, high cholesterol. Mm-hmm. They tend to go together. So it's our understanding that these things go together. And when you have one, even if your doctor is not bringing it up to your attention, you subtly remind. Mm. that could he or she check this or that. So really the majority uh, of cases, the commonest is essential, essential. hypertension or idiopathic. I mm-hmm. don't know. Then the others are you begin to screen to find out what is
0: causing the hypertension. Okay. And I think we'll speak a lot more on it later. Mm-hmm. Oh, right. okay. That's fine. If, but yeah, um, if I add on to what Dr. Ursula has explained, for most of us, the high blood pressure is essential high blood pressure, like she said, which is something that creeps up as we're aging. Mm-hmm. As we're getting older, our body starts to wear and tear, as we say it. Imagine you have a car, you have to maintain it. So as we're getting older, we also have to look after our body. And hypertension, high blood pressure, is one of those conditions that will creep up without us noticing. Mm-hmm. There are some other People which are unfortunate because they have got one or two other problems that may well cause the high blood pressure and those ones mostly will be diagnosed in younger age kidney disease for example would be one of them and then there are other people as well which the high blood pressure is predominantly because of lifestyle what you're eating how much salt is in your diet How much alcohol are you consuming? How much exercise do you do? What is your weight? Are you overweight? So these are things that can also be a cause of high blood pressure. And a majority of these things are things that we could actually change to either prevent the high blood pressure from happening, or if it's happened, we can change these things to try then to manage the blood pressure better. Oh, that's really. Uh, is there any relationship? Like, um, if one has high blood pressure, is it advisable to take caffeine or snuff? Like, I know some people in Africa, they like taking small farm or and energy drinks, all these young guys, they yeah. really like yeah. energy drinks. So is it seems advisable to combine um, these drinks or whatever when one has high
1: blood pressure? Yeah. And Dr. Chuma made reference to that actually, which was talking about lifestyle. And there are particular foodstuffs we kind of have every day. Mm that can contribute, it's not the sole cause, can contribute towards um, hypertension. Like, we use a lot of salt, Mm
0: -hmm. either in the form
1: of Maggi, or one seasoning, or the other. We do. We eat a lot of palm oil, Mm -hmm. (laughs) and palm oil comes into the lipids and Mm -hmm. whatever else. Then we're into this, um, I don't know what you call it in other dialects, but I know in Igbo language it's called Akam. Um, so your yeah, potash as in English food. but if you think about the potash uh, we use it in so many ways uh, because I'm evil i can going kind to of learn towards evil because those are the words I know I can throw out, throw out <laughs> <that word>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so like the akamu you use it in making this your own
0: hobby uh-huh.
1: you use it for some use it for, so it for thickening or I, I, you, in a variety of ways calling um, it akamu Everybody knows what it is. But you use it to soften your okwa. Even beans.
0: <laughs> yeah. Aha, the
1: honey beans and the ivory beans and all those beans. You use it to soften it, just to reduce your cooking time. But they do contain a lot of uh, potassium in it. And potassium, if one... There's no need going down into down mm-hmm. What happens in diabetes? I well, um, uh high BP. Anybody who has high BP should... Cut back if it's possible, stop taking all those things where there's too much salt, potash, and snuff. As our elderly people tend to do, some, have, some people actually chew it. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I <that's> <laughs> what is the well, there must be some point there for mm-hmm. most, but actually, not only does it uh, not help you, but I believe it might have some contributory factor when you're talking about oral cancers and stuff like that. There are habits maybe we've grown up with through our forefathers and those are the things we've learned but times have moved ahead and we are in a position now to modify some of our lifestyle that has been identified to be detrimental to us and it's easy for us to modify those. Alcohol in particular does not help anybody. Smoking does not help. Call it tobacco. Call it hashish. <laughs> call it whatever you want to call it. Shish, <laughs> yeah, whatever. Yeah. Things in moderation, I can say, because some people tell you oh, I can't do without. But doing something in moderation is okay. But when it's so excessive, and we are getting towards the autumn, winter years of our life, it's not gonna benefit you in the long term. Because by the time you're hitting the 60s and 70s, mm-hmm. That's when the excesses of your 20s and 30s will begin to catch up with you. And um, it's basically, try and do whatever you do in moderation. Mm-hmm. Key things, if you're unfortunate that you become hypertensive, then modifying your lifestyle, and those things you can do to modify it, they come cheap, they don't cost money. Mm-hmm. Eat less meat if you can, drink less alcohol, smoke less, don't always call your driver to take you from point A
0: to point B.
1: <laughs> so, if you can actually walk, it helps. We have a beautiful weather. The sun's there, you're going to sweat. And because you're going to sweat, you're burning some calories. And those are the things you're looking into. I can understand that if you're going a far distance, then there's a need to go in a car. But take up one exercise. It's called lifestyle changes. You exercise, you eat healthily. You exercise, you eat healthily. You get a good balance. And not only from the uh, BP point, your general well-being um, the benefits you cannot really uh, begin to quantify easily. Well,
0: thank you so much doctors for this informative message. And there is another thing I'm um, 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 That is something that came into my mind right now. You know, when a woman is pregnant, so doctors always advise to check your high blood pressure often. Why do you think that a pregnant woman Mm -hmm. should always check her high blood pressure? pressure. Yeah, Yeah, that's very, very important, really, if we focus this on our mothers. Mm -hmm. During pregnancy, the woman's body is catering for the woman and also for the child. And as a result, there's a lot of hormone mm-hmm. circulating, flowing through the system. And this hormone would lead to increased blood quantity okay. so that there will be enough to carry nutrients and oxygen both to the pregnant lady and the child. So because of that, there will be a lot of work, a lot of burden onto the heart to carry this extra load, Mm -hmm. yeah? Plus the woman is also retaining water as an effect of these hormones, these pregnancy hormones, which is all natural to the body. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Therefore, it's important during the antenatal care, which every pregnant woman should strive to attend, the blood pressure is very important to check because... With the extra burden and the extra load, the extra blood circulating, the extra water in the body, all of this will lead to the blood pressure rising. Okay. Which then, some women, unfortunately, will develop pregnancy-induced hypertension. And with that pregnancy-induced hypertension, there is a risk to the pregnant woman. They can, of course, the end result of high blood pressure, stroke or a heart attack. And that there is also a risk to the child. If the blood pressure is that high, it can actually have a negative impact on the child because it can reduce the blood flow to this baby, which sometimes will end in a miscarriage. Mm -hmm. That's why for these reasons, during... Thank you so much, our amazing doctors, Dr. Choma Duru and Dr. Osula Ngu for this high blood pressure information. We will have part three of high blood pressure. Thank you everyone for listening. Remember health first. Health is wealth. Once you are healthy, you have everything to be wealthy. There is joy in health. Always listen to our podcast, Joy in Health, where you get information about your health and well-being. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. Let's talk about our health and well-being. Thank you so much for listening. Bye.